Welcome to the High Vibe as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Bree, mentor, energy healer, energetic money, and business coach. I am obsessed with helping you heal on an emotional, mental, and spiritual level so you can break free from the crap holding you back and embody your potent high vibe as fuck energy. In this podcast, I teach you the energetic principles, tools, and resources you need to massively up-level your life, business, bank account, relationships, and really anything your heart desires. My intention with this podcast is that you walk away with a deep knowing and inner fire that you can be, do, and have anything your heart desires. You are here for a reason. You are here to live in your purpose. For ways to work with me, visit highvibeteaching.com and follow me on Instagram. Now let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. In this week's episode, I wanted to just have a nice little sit down quick little chat to kind of reflect on new understandings and a new perspective on how I view manifestation and also how I view being in the flow of business because I usually record these podcast episodes on a weekly basis. Like I'm recording it Sunday night. They come out Monday morning typically. And unless I'm reusing content from a YouTube video, but Last week, in the middle of my Wealthy Woman Activation launch and, you know, getting on the onboarding and creating the content and doing so much around that launch, I just simply had to make a couple decisions on what to prioritize and not to be so stuck in everything needs to be perfect, not to be so stuck in everything needs to go exactly how I imagined. And I'm going to talk more about that because I am learning. And again, I'm a teacher and a mentor. Yes, but I'm also learning along the way and I'm embodying a lot of information as well. That way I can articulate it, speak about it, and also hold my clients who are going through the same process that I had been through. Typically I Side note, I believe a lot of my audience listeners are people who want to be coaches or people who want to help people. That's simply what a coach is, a mentor, coach, teacher. I consider them to be all of the same. Even if you come from the typical like traditional education system, I believe that you, if you have the desire to coach, you can coach. The biggest, (laughs) the hardest thing about coaching is the confidence piece and You know, it comes with every single wave and every single new offer. And I personally love it because it allows me to flex and work on these different muscles, right? On myself that then I can help clients with. And through all of this learning, I feel like I'm just constantly learning. I have realized such an important lesson about manifestation. And if you have listened to this podcast before, I talk a lot about manifestation and, you know, sometimes, and especially how I used to talk about it a couple years ago, it feels really different than how I'm feeling into it now. And that's part of evolution. And that's part of growing as a human. And that's part of growing as a brand, a personal brand, a business owner. And I just really think this conversation is important for every single person listening, because I think a lot of times 
we hold so much pressure onto these visions that we have, or we hold so much pressure on ourselves to be successful in some type of way, shape and form. And you know what? That's actually blocking us. The need to be perfect, the need to have everything in alignment and everything set up in a certain way in order to be successful is actually blocking us. And this reminds me as I'm speaking, one thing that really just rumpled, rumpled, uh, got under my skin with teaching or something I just never could ground really into when I was teaching full time was just this constant feeling that I was behind no matter what, always mother effing behind. And keep in mind, I was teaching, um, elementary school. So that's five topics every single day, you know, like ideally, but did that happen? No. Um, you know, it's a lot. It was a lot. And now that I'm running my business and the fun thing about running a business is you try things on and some things don't work and you have to be honest with yourself that it's not working and it's time to pivot. So a lot of ways that I have seen myself not work very well in the teaching world, as in like lots of things in the teaching job, just, I could not, I just could not ground into. It just wasn't for me. And you know what? Part of my design of who I am is if I feel like I am working a job because work is very important to me. I love working. I love contributing to society. It I always have. And I also love earning and receiving money in exchange. Um, something about me is if I am feeling forced to be cookie cutter in a way, or if I'm being forced to follow these rules that are just like, why they don't actually work. Or if I'm feeling forced to do things I don't want to do, and there's things that I could do better with my time. So for example, wow, this is hey, listen, this is a very off the cuff podcast episode. I have absolutely nothing written down in front of me. All I have is an Olipop lemon lime sitting with me as I'm just going to spew all this information out. All I have is the title. So what I have been learning with being a business owner and growing this business is first of all, I see a lot of, um, blocks that I had in teaching carrying over to my business. And it's great because I'm identifying them and shifting them. But with teaching or just working a job, even for example, I just could not, um, I couldn't stand like going to pointless like meetings or doing all of these pointless things, in my opinion, that were just not up to speed with me. Um, I typically work fast. I typically can get things done very quickly. And if I feel slowed down and just bored, it's just not good. And that's what I really felt like in teaching. And I felt it and I feel it a little bit in my business. And I wanted to talk about it because last week I did not post a podcast episode and I was sitting here debating like last week I recorded one of the most beautiful lessons on my work, like my life's work of in terms of energy, in terms of success, in terms of embodiment, in terms of being successful and healing. I gave such a beautiful video presentation last week um, for the members in the Wealthy Woman Activation for their pre-work. And it took me a couple hours. It was one of the best lessons I've ever taught. 
Now, I usually usually record my podcast episodes on Sunday, and I was feeling really conflicted with, should I just rush a podcast episode in alignment with the Wealthy Woman Activation launch, right? Um, should I just like rush it and just really try to get people to understand the value so they join? Because I know that WWA is going to transform so many women's lives. Or should I be more present with the people who signed up, right? They signed up for the pre-opening the early bird and um, they signed up early. This is a brand new course. So typically um, you I launch it very differently than a course that has been around for a while. And I was conflicted and I was challenged. And I personally like to be challenged within myself. And I made the decision to skip last week's podcast episode And it also made me reflect on so many different aspects of my business. Like, for example, the short form content. I do not love short form content. Um, And a lot of it goes down to what I feel like it does to people and their brains and their time. Um, I feel like a lot of short form content is used to make people distracted, um, out of alignment. And it happens to me all the time. I literally sit and can scroll on Instagram reels for (laughs) a very long time. And I'm just like, what is this? Like, what is the point of this? I don't really love a lot of things on Instagram reels. And I have really been trying to figure out a way. How can I be more present on Instagram, YouTube, podcast, be available for my clients? Because this is the thing as well for everyone who wants to do coaching or mentoring or you know, teach online, whatever. I consider it all the same because if you're teaching online, you're coaching because you're running programs, right? Courses. Um, you have to be in a high vibrational state. In my opinion, that's like a non-negotiable for me. For me, I need to ensure that I am taking care of myself. So if I feel like I'm overextending in any area, shape and form, like any type of area in my life, it's time for me to reassess. So last week was one of those, and I have been surrendering so deeply into the flow of business and into the flow of what wants to come through is going to come through. And part of my design, my human design, which is very life transforming, if you've never gotten a reading done, I do offer human design readings. They will completely transform your life and you get a recording that you can refer to um, forever. But part of my human design, because I always like dive deep within myself and my own um, energy keys and such. I learned that I am built more as a manifester rather than a manifesting generator. And if you're like, I have no idea what the hell that means. It's okay. What that basically means is I need to initiate more. I need to speak to my audience and say, Hey, this is what's going on. This is how I feel. And honestly, as I'm sitting here right now, I feel so damn good getting this off my chest. I don't like short form content and I don't want to pretend like I do. I am so tired of feeling the pressure of me needing to create the short form content. And this is me just being honest, like, Hey, if you want to be completely transformed and like work with me, it's going to be in a different way than what I can provide on a 60 second video that has a super catchy hook and super um, catchy. What is it like audio? Oh my God. I'm just so done with it. Like I have tried so hard. Now I'm being honest. It's just not the vibe. 
for me and maybe it will change. And if I'm being honest with you, if I could, and here's me initiating, if I could have someone run my social media accounts where I don't have to do any of the work, that would be ideal. But then at the same time, I also have to ask myself, are my ideal clients on Instagram scrolling on reels? You know, would I want them to be? No. Do I want to be wasting my time scrolling on reels? No. I feel like it's such a distraction. And a lot of the people I work with, a lot of my ideal clients and a lot of my dream clients who we have, you know, like this um, contract to work together down the line, no matter what time of year or whatever, the people who I am attract or attracting in are people who are self-led and people who are available to see things in a different perspective and aren't wasting their time on reels. It actually blows my mind how much time I waste on reels. It sickens me um, because a lot of the things I am watching are bizarre. It's like um, the most bizarre things get onto reels and like go off on viral. Now, granted, I have some beautiful clients and beautiful friends who their main form of content is reels which is great. But for me, there's just no substance there. There, I love the long form content. And especially if you take any of my courses, it's all very deep. I do things very deeply. I don't think we can learn on a surface level. And to me, sometimes I think reels are really surface. And a lot of things that I see is like getting people's attention, but getting people's attention for what? And I know there's strategy behind making reels and like TikTok, I, I do not, I don't even know how to use TikTok. I've tried it. It literally just not, does not interest me. And it feels so good to admit it. <laughs> it feels so good to admit that I don't like short form content. Um, funny. I was literally watching freaking a reels today, just scrolling. And one of them was this guy on a college campus, LSU, walking around just asking people for their unfiltered opinions and I was thinking what would I say as my unfiltered opinion or my unpopular opinion and you know what my unpopular opinion is I think reels are a waste of time I think it is there to distract people and it lacks substance and I don't fucking like short form content sorry I think our attention spans have grown so much less I see the effect it has on children. That is another thing that really just deters me out of the education system because with these kids' attention spans, how are we going to be able to teach them in a way that holds substance when their attention spans are so just short? And something I haven't really mentioned, I've been thinking of making a YouTube video on it, but at the same time, I've been trying to reanalyze how I want to run my content, right? I'm done with the short form. I will hire someone to clip up my um, clips and post them, but I don't want to do it. I don't want to deal with it. That will be down the line. I just collect all the footage in a folder, whatever. But I'm just thinking, what kind of impact do I want to create? And how that this goes into manifestation is I listen, like I said before in the podcast episode, I am very self-critical in a good way, in my opinion, 
that's something about teaching too. very random tangent. But I remember in teaching, I just was very self-critical on my lesson design, my lesson plans, how the lessons went. And I just never felt appreciated for that aspect about myself. So guess what? When we don't seek the external validate, we shouldn't be seeking external validation. But if we are, we need to be giving the love that we're seeking outward to ourselves. So that's me doing this now. I'm very analytical with myself and I always want to do like things that are more and more in alignment to me and feel, I guess, successful or feel fulfilled. That's the word feeling fulfilled in my craft, because that is part of my craft is always ensuring that I am providing the best service. That's what I was. That's what I was in teaching for was to providing service for kids until I wasn't supported at all. And I had to make a choice and I chose to um, leave. And actually something that I haven't made um, public really at all is I decided to go back and sub. So I have been subbing pretty much five days a week. And for this purpose is because my husband is in between jobs at the moment. And, you know, if you're new to my story, I was pretty much the breadwinner with my teaching salary. So things have really been cut back, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, I really wouldn't. And I'm really loving subbing. And I'm thinking about creating a video about it to go onto YouTube and I would repost it on here more than likely. But going into manifestation and this new way to look at manifestation that I'm learning is I believe with, I'm sorry, not sorry, I'm going to be kind of bashing short form content. I know so many people love it. I just think it's, you already know my opinion on it. I think it can be used for good, of course, but for me and my mission and impact and who I am here to help, it just isn't in alignment for me. And that's beautiful. And that's okay. And it could be in alignment for you completely. But for me at this moment, it's not, it's not my priority. I believe that what is being pushed in the algorithm, what is being pushed for people to see their eyes, even freaking commercials. I tell my husband, when we watch football, mute the commercials. I'm not watching that BS. It, it is so annoying to me to see these commercials because I can read right through them. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I see it in the short form content, especially the content that goes viral and especially like how kids respond to the short form content. Like, (laughs) um, I just have realized that through my growth and development on with the things that I have desired to create and to manifest have been more, how can I say, ego-based, more in terms of what I thought would bring me happiness. So for example, I thought teaching with a high income salary was going to bring me fulfillment because I had this egoic belief that money, like once you're at a certain money amount, then all your problems are going to be fixed. You're going to feel better. Like you're going to be happier, but that's absolutely not the freaking truth. And I am reminded of that again and again and again. I constantly remind myself on that because I already fell for that trap once. I just refuse to fall for that trap again, especially as my business grows and I'm able to help more people. I have learned that if you actually want to manifest everything that you desire. It's really not that hard. I believe we make it so much harder because we have all this pressure on ourselves. And the question is, where's the pressure coming from? 
who's telling us we have to do this certain thing, look the certain way. And another thing I cannot stand about reels is it all kind of looks the same. It's freaking weird. I can't. And I'm just so done with it. So if you really want to manifest what it is that is within your heart, now let's talk really quickly about the difference between an ego-driven desire and a heart-centered desire. I was just talking about this with a one-on-one client on Voxer. Um, If you don't know, I have one-on-one access with um, my clients through Voxer and it's like a walkie-talkie, like you get to talk into it. I get to respond. It's like text messaging, you know, voice notes. I love sending voice notes. That is very authentic to me and how I help people, even how I communicate with my friends and family. But the topic is like, how do you differentiate the difference between the ego centric desire and a heart centered desire in terms of manifestation? Well, I'm gonna tell you, typically when we have an ego centered desire, they just do not really seem to manifest in my experience. And it's because there is no umph behind it. There is no weight behind it. It's like empty. It's like what I see on the Instagram reels. And I imagine freaking TikTok too. It's just like fast, quick. Um, it's like a quick hits of dopamine that I'm like, I'm good. I need to get off this motherfucking app. I'm telling you, I like Instagram for the communication aspect with you guys. I love that. And I also love showing my offers on my stories and talking on stories. But other than that, I need to get off that. But with ego, it is more in terms of trying to fit in. It is more in terms of what is everyone else doing that I need to do? What is um, this other person in business doing that I need to do, right? I mean, I have fallen to that trap so much, especially with trying to create the short form content. And it's so funny. I have caught myself prioritizing that at times rather than my podcast or YouTube. And no matter what I have been doing, nothing has been popping. Nothing has been sticking. Like, it's just not authentic to me. An ego-driven desire is inauthentic to your soul, to your heart, to your essence. The ego and the heart are different. The heart is what you desire in such a deeper way. So trying to explain this a little bit more deeply, the heart is like this gift. And I want you to think of, you don't necessarily know what's within inside this gift, but all you know is that it feels really good. It feels good to receive the gift. It feels good to start to open the gift, but you don't know what's inside where the ego sees the flashy item, sees the cool thing, sees the trendy whatever, and is a chase. It's a push. It is a desire that feels like there's a time limit. It is a goal that feels like I need to do it now and for blank reasons. And ego desire is more in terms of I want to have this thing so others will think I am successful. So it's more like an external validation. (laughs) Anytime you are looking for external validation, that is your sign that you are in an ego driven um, desire. Like you are vibrating in the vibration of ego rather than from your heart. Now, the difference is when you are operating and manifesting from your heart space, you have no 
effing idea. You know, I'm going to cuss. You know why I'm going to cuss? Because one of my one-on-one clients told me she vibed with me because I was cussing and it was authentic to me, right? Um, Another perfect example, how I received a one-on-one client. We are very soul aligned, right? Because I am being myself and authentic. It feels good to me in the moment. So yeah, I'm going to effing cuss. Sometimes it comes out, sometimes it doesn't. But when you are in the energy of being authentic to what feels good to you, you do not know what the outcome is necessarily going to look like. Now, yes, here's another perfect example. I manifested my last teaching job down to the name, down to going to the Ron Clark Academy for free, by the way, like on an expense paid trip, da da da. I manifested all that. I've been wanting to go to the Ron Clark Academy for five years since I began my, began my teaching journey and then manifested that trip, manifested it all. And it still was very external because in my eyes, being a teacher was worthy of being successful, right? Like everyone values teachers per se, right? But that was more ego driven. I used to, I remember being in bars, like this was years ago when I first became, became a teacher, I would be in bars and we would meet people. And then I would just love so much to share what I did for a living, which was be a teacher. Like I used to love to share that. And that came more from an ego place because I wanted people to view me as, Oh, you're so, you're such a loving individual or like, you are so amazing for wanting to teach. I could never do that. Where now, if someone, I don't even really love to share what I do um, <laughs> for a living unless we get to that conversation or like we get to that level where I can fully express what it is that I do because what I do is very complex. But do you feel the difference between the heart-centered desires rather than the ego-driven? And here's another beautiful example. So I played softball my whole life. I played softball for the love of the game. I will continue to say that. That is what made me so good. What made me such a great athlete was I just sincerely loved playing for the art of the game, for the game. And I never, it was never written down anywhere that I want, that I was going to play for the USA softball team. I never wrote that down anywhere. I want to play for the USA softball team. I'm going to play for the USA softball team. Never. It was never written anywhere. (laughs) I just simply did what felt good to me in the moment. And what what had manifested was I had the opportunity to be on the USA softball team. So I played for the USA softball team right out of high school. And that was, again, never a priority. It was a byproduct of me being who I am. So the key to manifestation is working from the heart space and working from what feels good to you and only you and being able to identify that being able to identify who you actually are outside of all of the societal constructs that have been layered upon us aside all of the what is it like you know how your parents want you to be at be a certain way or um even like if you go to a certain college or even in your job oh my god teaching oh god i can't i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't <laughs> It drove me crazy because it 
it was so inauthentic to me. It got to the point. So if you want to manifest, the most easiest way to manifest is by listening to your heart and doing what feels best to you. And what I've also learned is that when you simply are just doing what feels good to you and really just channeling that energy into, I am doing what feels best to me. I am totally blocking out all the outside noise. And this is so important into business. As I am saying this, I'm actually seeing like a tunnel and seeing all of the noise around the tunnel, but you are just going with what feels good to you. And in return are gifts that you cannot even see inside of. It is like the most beautiful gifts that you are aligning to because you are being true to you and your heart and your soul essence. Do you feel the difference between that? So instead of me trying to wear myself thin in creating all this short form effing content, I am instead channeling my energy into very potent YouTube topics, um, community group coming out in 2024, other ways to help people that are, that is also going to create revenue. That is also going to allow me to help more and more and more people. Something that I learned about manifesting money in particular is that it's like, yeah, you want to manifest money, but what's really actually more important is what are you going to do with that money? And how authentic is that in alignment with you? Because I'm telling you right now, I love to, what I love to like be comfortable and have nice things. And something that I put on my vision board in the beginning of the year is a specific type of car and I'll share it. It's a Range Rover. It's a really nice Range Rover. It's like, um, like a car that sits a lot of people right now. We have a Forester, a Subaru, and you know, we love that car, but Um, We're going to have kids eventually and whatever, whatever. I've just been thinking about what kind of car would I want to manifest? And it's like, I could easily say, oh, I want to manifest. Okay. Before it was like, oh, I want to manifest a Tesla. Hell yeah. Teslas are so dope. But (laughs) actually, am I really aligned with a Tesla? Is that really what I'm aligned to? Or am I just kind of like, drinking the Kool-Aid or am I just kind of wanting a Tesla because it looks cool and the commercials are everywhere and everyone that drives a Tesla is so successful and cool. Hey, no shade on the Tesla drivers, like for real at all. Like, you know, this, you know, I'm not getting, giving shade on you for that, but it's really like, what is it that you want to do with the manifestations that you are calling forth? Because the truth is like, Yes, your soul wants to experience amazing things. So for example, you desire to go on a beautiful vacation. Hell yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. The only time I see a conflict of interest or feel a conflict of interest is when the desires that I have marked out or like written down and are aligning with are one, very limiting in some type of way Two, not actually in my highest like alignment and expression of what it is that I actually want to do in this world. Like the Range Rover would allow my family to be comfortable within the car. Me and my husband only have one car, by the way, um, because we put our other car on our car business to get it started. And then we were able to buy and invest in another car, yada, yada, yada. 
but I just noticed that there's such a disconnect. And yes, our soul wants to experience really beautiful, fun things in this 3D reality. Absolutely. But also your soul, your higher self, like not ran by your ego, not limiting, not in that 4D astral um, illusion type. Like we all fall for illusion and we always will. We're in this 3D reality that is so heavy in illusion and tells us how to look, how to act, how to be, how to dress, what is success, what isn't, right? Our job, as I see it, is learning how to be so deeply within ourselves that we are able to manifest things that are wilder than our wildest dreams. Things that we could not even comprehend are on the other side of the actions that we are taking. The things that are on the other side of us just simply putting our heads down and aligning so deeply within our essence and ourselves that these gifts are just not only beneficial for you, but for the entire collective, like something I will always say, and I'm getting a tad emotional saying this. Um, I think a lot of things that hold people back with coaching and mentoring um, is this fear that it's ego, Um, fear that it's like, it is not actually helping or there's just so much that gets in the way of helping people as a coach or mentor or energy healer, um, teacher, whatever, brand owner, whatever it is, whatever your mission is. There is so much that can get fogged and we can get weighed down by. But if people just really understood and if you understood this, that when you are thriving, you are actually allowing the whole collective to rise up and thrive as well. Like when you are living in your best alignment, so let's, let's say you decide to become a coach, right? And you set your rates higher. And the reason why you set your rates so high is because you want to live a life that looks like blank. You want to make sure that you have all the supplements you need in order for yourself to thrive. You want to ensure that you are able to pay for a car that's going to be reliable and safe for your family to drive in. You want to make sure that you live in a home that makes you feel good, that's safe and protected, that has good energy. Um, Maybe you want to spend more time with your children, so you want to make sure that with your daily or package rate for coaching, that you are able to have some house helpers or house cleaners, etc. What I see, and I have been there, so many people are held back by thinking that's selfish, but it's not. What's actually more selfish is you holding yourself back and not helping people. Because when you are able to stand in your gifts and stand in your power and stand in your authenticity, which is doing what feels good to you and understanding that You are here to help others in any way, shape, and form. And this could even be from a physical product, right? Could be through TPT. It could be through coaching, YouTube videos, et cetera. And you know what? Granted, it could be through short form content, right? It's just not for me at this moment, but it could be for you. Once you understand that when you are thriving, every single person, this collective is thriving, it's game changer. That is that is from an authentic source. That is from your heart space. Because why wouldn't you charge what you need to charge in order to live a high vibrational life? Because that gives everyone else permission to do that. We are so bogged down and 
like hindering, we are hindered by believing it is selfish for us to want more, but still being grateful at the same time. Both can exist. I was just saying this on Instagram stories like a week ago. Um, Both can exist. We can feel like we desire more out of our lives, desire more to help people because we are, when we're helping ourselves, we're helping people, the entire collective, but also being so motherfucking grateful for what it is that we have already built in our lives. Like both can fucking exist. We are so complex as humans. We are multidimensional. We have multidimensional feelings and I just see that being such a huge thing, holding so many beautiful coaches and healers and, you know, teachers back is having this guilt around wanting more and feeling like it's unguilt or it's wrong or selfish to want more, or you're not being grateful to want more. It's absolutely not true. And another quick example I could give is a year ago. It's almost a year of the anniversary when I pretty much woke up and knew I had to leave the classroom. I was working with a coach at the time one-on-one and I was saying to her, like, I literally manifested this job, right? I manifested the grade level I wanted, the school, the perks, the vibe, everything came to me, everything. And I felt guilty because I didn't want it anymore. I didn't want that. I wanted to do this. I wanted to create content that helped people that allows people to feel motivated to rise up and be their best versions of themselves, to sign up to programs, to like feel enlightened, to change their lives. That's what I want to do. I want to help people change their lives. And I understand that that helps the whole collective change their whole vibration for the whole entire planet. And I believe business is such a beautiful tool to help more and more and more people. And it's not easy to start a business, especially when you have felt like the school system has really put you down in many ways in terms of your um, academic ability. And um, I just want to help people like feel good about themselves. And what was I saying? I don't remember the last time I got emotional on a podcast, but oh, balancing the uh, balancing the guilt feeling with desiring more. You can have both. And in terms of the guilt, that is from ego and should be questioned. Like, why would you feel guilt? This was a beautiful experience. You still got to experience it. And now once you have experienced it, it's like, oh, great. This is so, it was so great. This was a great experience, but there's more and it's great because you're not meant to stay in the same spot over and over and over. You're meant to grow, evolve and thrive. And that was something that with teaching, I just never was content with teaching for 30 years and retiring even to this day, as I think about it, because I'm going to be honest with you. And this is something I'll probably share on a YouTube video because I need to get back on YouTube. This is from a soul aligned desire place. I freaking love YouTube. Um, you know, there has been so many times, especially with subbing, where I just almost contemplate going back in a way, or I always think like, could I go back? Should I go back? And, um, that doesn't make me super emotional, actually. <laughs> what makes me more emotional is uh, this huge 
pressure I feel or like this huge dream I feel to help as many people as possible just step into their highest expression of themselves and it gets me so fucking emotional because I feel all of this like I just see the visions and I feel what I could do and I just need the resources for it right like I need to live in my authenticity for the pieces to fall. And when I get off track with trying to figure out the Instagram algorithm and how to get onto TikTok and make fun reels, oh my God, ew, I love editing video. I do not like fucking editing on my phone. Fuck that bullshit. Sorry, not sorry. And listen, I love all of you. And maybe one of you could like work with me and help me in this aspect of my business because this is the thing too, with you being a business or you creating a business, you're not supposed to do all the things. You're supposed to do the things that create the most um, punches or that you are most authentic with. And for me, it's creating YouTube. It is the podcast and coaching and course creation. Honestly, is it email writing? No. <laughs> is it the freaking, <laughs> is it like, doing all of these little things all around the place. No, you know, maybe I'm getting so emotional because it just feels so damn good to finally be honest that I don't want to do short form content anymore. And what it is that is actually lighting me up and feeling so authentic to myself. Um, and I, I can just guarantee, like I have clients even right now that are desiring to be coaches. Um, I just feel like if you have the desire to coach, like that's what you're supposed to be doing. Now, does it mean you need to like, I mean, there's certain steps you need to do in order to do it. Yes. But just acknowledging that is all part of the beauty. And I feel like it's very authentic, but also at the same time question, what do you think it's going to give you? Because if you think it's going to give you like all of this, like money, it can, right? It absolutely can. But it's like, what are you going to do with the money though? Are you going to just have the money and what are you going to do with it? That's what it is. You can manifest money. You can manifest a lot of money. You can do a whole bunch of things to get money, right? Like for example, you go to college and you let's for pretend that you wanted to go into plastic surgery as your college degree, because you thought it was going to give you a lot of money that's in a way manifesting money, right? But it could be more from the energy of ego rather than your heartfelt desire. Because if it's coming from the heart, it's way deeper than money, way deeper than the extra, or like it's way deeper than like the cars or deeper than the things. It's deeper than that when it comes from the heart. Well, that moment when you thought this podcast episode was going to be 15 minutes when actually <laughs> it turned into a 45 minute episode. Hell yeah. That is authenticity. So my little homework assignment for you and what I've been doing with the women inside the wealthy woman activation is I give like embodiment key homework because how we actually learn is through embodiment. It's not through like memorizing information or memorizing facts. And this is so deep in terms of embodiment, your feminine essence, like balancing your masculine feminine essence, right? 
being able to hold wealth because you want to be able to not only like be able to hold the wealth, hold the very high vibrational identity of who you are, like who you are becoming, who your heart is singing to you, like your heart speaks to you. What you need to do to actually hold your heart's desires is to be the embodiment. And when you are the embodiment, you are able to show people how to be in their embodiment. And guess what? It's going to look very different for every single person. But again, we as humans at this time and space, we're so pre-consumed sometimes with how people are so different than us, as in it's like they're inferior or there's something wrong or danger. But you know what I see it as? I see it as we are not supposed to be the same at all. I'm supposed to hold this very particular type of energy that gives other people to hold their very particular type of energy, which then, you know what happens? They're able to teach their children how to do this. I've always been very deep into helping children. Obviously, I was a teacher in elementary school, and I just realized that this work that I am teaching and doing and helping others do is very deep work because it is rooted in embodiment. It is not rooted in, you know, read this book, write this paper, um, give a quick presentation. Like, it's just so much deeper than that. And that is how we are actually going to change the world and shift the frequency of the planet. We're going to shift the frequency of the planet when more and more lightworkers like yourself, if you're listening to this, you're a lightworker, are finally going to stand up and stand into their power stand up and stop being afraid, stand up and really start to question what their motives, motives are in life, who they are here to be and how they are ultimately here to change the world. And on that note, I hope you absolutely love this podcast episode. Um, if you could give the podcast a review that would help my business out tremendously, getting to more people, igniting more people, um, activating more people to stand into their power. And if anything, I hope this gave you the permission to stand in your power, gave you the permission to do what your soul is calling you to do, even if it doesn't make sense to the outside world, especially if you want to coach or mentor or run any type of courses or memberships online. Like it is such beautiful work. And the more that you connect with your authenticity and the identity of who you wish to become, the easier it is going to be for you to fulfill and to be fulfilled. And one last embodiment key. I don't know if I gave you embodiment key yet. I call it embodiment key homework and the wealthy woman activation because it is key for you to hold the embodiment. And what I do in that activation course is I give you the keys that you feel in your body that ignite you to in that ignite you to stand in your power that ignite you to feel the wealth emulating uh, within you it's i call them embodiment keys like embodiment key homework and usually it's performed by action so i want you as your embodiment key homework i feel like i should be doing this more often i remember doing this way back in the day Um, When I first made my podcast, I did little homeworks or I told you what to do for homework. Um, So your homework today, after listening to this, whenever you do, is I want you to start connecting and channeling 
through your energy, not through your mind. It doesn't need to be all that complex more through with your energy and how your body feels like if it feels good and expansive and open and maybe a little like thrilling in a way, or you might get a little fear in a way, but the fear is good. Usually, um, like you're not going to die by going online and promoting your coaching business. Right. But I want you to start embodying the person that you are becoming. One of my favorite quotes is by James Clear. And he always, or he said in that book, become the person you wish to become or be the person you wish to become. And that's exactly right. But I want to take it a little deeper. And I want you to know that she already exists. You just need to continue to be her. So it doesn't take that much effort. It's seriously not that difficult. If I could tell anyone anything, it is not difficult to be yourself. It is harder to be not yourself. So really start to connect and channel with who is the person that you are becoming. The beautiful individual who is really using their magic to spread so much magic and positivity on this planet where we are here to help people, animals, the environment, whatever it is that you're here to help, (laughs) let me help you feel ignited to step into that power. And I really want you to think about this. Think about it when you wake up in the morning. Think about it when you're brushing your teeth. Think about it when you're putting on your makeup for the day or walking your animals, going to work in your car. Every time you're driving, how are you embodying the woman, your higher self? How are you embodying her? Or how do you, how are you embodying him for my male friends out there? Who are you embodying and how are you doing it? How are you holding yourself? What words are you saying? What are you thinking? What are you thinking about others? How are, what is your perception on the world? Right? So play into that. And if you could share the podcast, give it a review that would help out so much. I love you so much. Hey, follow me on Instagram. I'll be popping in up in there, here and there. I would still say follow me on Instagram, even though I'm not going to be creating reels. You know, Instagram used to exist before reels did. So um, I'm still going to use it, even though I'm not using it the most effective way. Blah, blah, blah. blah. (laughs) Okay, I need to get off. (laughs) I need to get off. I love you. Have the best day ever. And remember, Becoming High Vibe will change your mother effing life. All it takes is a simple decision to say yes to yourself. All right. I love you. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, please make sure to leave a review on iTunes so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. Come tap into the extra motivation and inspiration over on Instagram or on my website at highvibeteaching.com. I am obsessed with your dedication to uplevel your life and I can't wait to connect with you again. Until then, go out and create your high vibe as fuck life.